Welcome to the awesome Podmix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today, I'll be talking about the second episode of Marvel Studios' Hawkeye. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. This episode's title is Hide and Seek, written by Elisa Clement and directed by Reese Thomas. This episode picks up a little before where we left the last one. Kate introduces herself to Hawkeye. Clint is surprised to learn that she's just a kid in a suit. He inquires where she got the suit from. Clint checks on her. He asks, are you okay? Do you live nearby? Clint walks Kate back to her apartment. Clint asks, where did you learn to fight like that? She replies she started taking martial arts when she was five. Clint snarkily replies, wow, so like a year ago? As Kate and Clint walk back to Kate's apartment, Kate observes that Clint is constantly assessing threats. Kate brags that some people call her the world's best archer. Clint asks, are one of those people you? As Kate and Clint enter the apartment building, Clint slams his head on the door, sighing. Clint checks if Kate is 18, to which she says 22. Given the five-year blip, some people may be 22 but haven't aged. Kate is trying hard to stay cool about the fact that Hawkeye is in her apartment. Clint is shocked to learn that Kate got her hands on the suit at a black market auction. She didn't buy it, she stole it. All she did in the suit was beat up some guys, saved the dog, and some light b e which is breaking and entering. Clint rechecks if Kate is okay. She's fangirling and wants Clint to sign her bow because he's her favorite Avenger. When Clint reveals about the tracksuit mafia guys, Kate wonders if they killed Armand. Clint inquires if anyone saw Kate's face because the person the suit belongs to made a whole lot of enemies, including the tracksuit mafia. For Kate's safety, Clint wants to be absolutely certain if she made any pit stops after the auction and before Clint found her on the streets. Kate leads the tracksuit mafia guys right back to her apartment. The tracksuit mafia guys are waiting downstairs with Molotov cocktails and have figured out Kate Bishop's name from the apartment buzzer. The tracksuit mafia guys throw two Molotov cocktails inside Kate's apartment. Clint catches the third and throws it back at them. And Kate shoots the fourth with her arrow. Kate even tries to put out the fire in her apartment by aiming her arrow at the fire extinguisher. But it flies all over the apartment and then outside at the tracksuit mafia guys. Clint asks her to take the dog and leave using the fire escape. He would return later to get the suit. Clint and Kate head to the train station and pick up supplies from a convenience store. Kate asks what the plan is and if they are going to Avenger Star safe house. Clint informs that Tony sold that a few years ago. And I think he sold it to the Baxter Foundation. As of now, Clint is not taking too well to the dog. Instead wants to stash Kate and Doc to safety. Kate retorts, she isn't some bag of money to be stashed. Clint replies, that would be useful to him. Kate informs that she knows of a safe place to hide. The secret place has Moira Brandon's name on the buzzer. Moira Brandon was an actor and the owner of West Coast Avengers Compound in the comics. The place is plastered with her film posters. 
Clint suggests Kate to tend to her wounds. In the meantime, he'll get the suit. Outside Kate's apartment, Clint disguises himself as one of the firefighters and leaves his bag in the fire truck. I am so paranoid that I could never leave anything deliberately. Inside Kate's apartment, Clint climbs up the stairs to check where the suit is to get a bird's eye view of the apartment floor. But he can't find where it is. When he returns downstairs back to the fire truck to collect his bag, he notices a NYC LARPer sticker on the truck. LARPers is live-action role players. Back at Moira's apartment, Kate gets a call from her mother and is worried because she learnt about the explosion at the black market auction. Kate hangs up the phone saying, I love you. Clint is displeased because a little girl in a ninja costume stole his Christmas, just like the Grinch. Clint notices that Kate doesn't know the first thing about patching up a wound. Kate apologizes for her mistake. Clint nurses Kate's wound and patches her up. Later, Clint nurses his wound and searches for NYC LARPers on Instagram. Grills, the firefighter, has picked up Ronan's suit and has even posted a video about it. Lila messages Clint asking his whereabouts. Clint reverts asking the kids to pack up and he'll see them soon. Clint returns to his hotel to bid his kids goodbye leaving for the airport. He assigns Cooper to be in charge and instructs them not to lose Nate. When Nate does the ASL sign, I love you, Dad, my heart just melted and tears rolled down my eyes. Clint replies, I love you more. So everyone does say I love you to people every single time. When Lila says, there's a cut on your forehead, Dad, it's ADR because Ava's lips aren't even moving in the white shot. But I love the show so much that these minor things are forgiven. Lila makes Clint promise that he better be home for Christmas. It's five days until Christmas now. It warms my freaking heart to see Clint back together with his family. You have no idea how many tears I shed when I saw his family disappear in Endgame. Spectrum News 1 is back and the anchor suspects that Ronin is behind Armand Duquesne's death. Clint wants Kate to stay put, but Kate wants to meet her mom instead. Clint is being all protective, which Kate appreciates. But he says he's doing that because he needs to be able to listen to her, not because he wants to. When she asks what happened, we see a quick flash cut of Clint around explosions from Age of Ultron, Avengers, and Avengers Endgame. Clint and Kate pass by a bunch of people cosplaying as superheroes, one of which is a woman with a bow and an arrow. Kate thinks that's Clint, but Clint says that's Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games. Kate thinks Clint's problem is branding, but Clint is clear his problem is Kate. Kate explains that people don't want the cold attitude of superheroes anymore. They want heartfelt sincerity. Clint underlines the fact that he's not trying to sell anything, to which Kate responds, You are inspiration. Clint asks Kate to feed her number in his phone, for emergency only. Clint bids Kate goodbye. If my supposed mentor bid me goodbye like that, I would be emotional as hell. At Bishop Securities, Jack spits out stuff like, Kate desires his approval, yet wants to set firm boundaries. Dude, she doesn't want any of those things from you. I can't help but notice Eleanor is so cold. Clint reaches the NYC LARPers venue. Poor Clint has to sign up just to speak to Grills and get the suit back. 
I love watching Clint role-playing as he massacres people in his way. In slow motion, Clint wants to pretend kill Grills or real punch Grills to get the suit back. Grills suggests trial by combat. The guy in the Viking helmet makes foley sounds as Grills and Clint fight. It's hilarious. He sees Kling and Clint looks at him as if he called out to him. When Grills addresses Clint as noble mayor of Westland, I thought Jeremy Renner is definitely mayor of Kingstown. It's another Jeremy Renner show where his performance is extremely moving. Even in that show, he's a grief-stricken character and it's insane how he performs it so beautifully and makes me cry. Jeremy Renner, if you're listening, you are a terrific actor. I know it took a while for you to get your own show like Hawkeye and Mayor of Kingstown, but you are a class apart. Before Hawkeye, my favorite performance of yours was from the movie Hurt Locker. Back to Hawkeye. I like that Clint is opening up to Grills. He even says, call me Clint. As Clint stashes his Ronin suit in a locker, he calls up Laura, discusses about his kids making gingerbread house, and reveals he will not be able to make his flight back home. Clint needs one more day to set things straight. Laura inquires about his plan and Clint discloses a little catch and release. I love the dynamic Clint and Laura share. During dinner, Kate challenges Jack to a game of fencing. Jack takes this as an opportunity to bond with Kate, not knowing that he'll get attacked. When Kate attacks Jack when he ain't looking, he parries. Kate tries to convince her mother that Jack might have killed Armand. When Jack offers Armand the third's monogrammed butterscotch, Kate's suspicions aggravate. Clint uses himself as bait to lure the tracksuit mafia guys. They kidnap him and say she wants him alive. Who is she? Kate takes the cab and calls Clint. She leaves a voice message about clues. She calls him again and the man on the other side of the line says, Clint is unable to come to his phone right now. Kate tracks Clint's phone using Bishop Security's app. The tracksuit mafia guys take Clint to an abandoned toy store. Clint wants to speak to the manager. He removes his zip ties and the tracksuit mafia guys point their guns at him. They keep asking about Kate Bishop and the ceiling starts to make some noise. Kate crash lands from the ceiling. Kate brought a bow and an arrow to a gunfight. If she's not going to be the future Hawkeye, I don't know who is. The tracksuit mafia guys tie up both Clint and Kate. Maya Lopez is introduced as she feels the vibration on a speaker in a room filled with red light. One of the tracksuit mafia guys comes to inform her about Clint and Kate. She dismisses him. The end credits have artwork foreshadowing what will happen next in the series. So stay tuned. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, I'll soon be launching the awesome pod mix page on Patreon and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.